Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha. I'm Generation X. I'm Micah, the boomer. We are Dame Talk. Hi, this is Micah, and today we're going to talk about mid-career internships. So many of you are probably thinking of the movie The Intern, <laughs> and um, it was Robert De Niro played, I think he was in the 70s, and he became the intern for Anne Hathaway, um, and I thought that was a really good movie. But good movie. <laughs> um, So I think um, for me, when I think of mid-year, mid-career internships, or they call them internships. Um, there's even companies that have uh, programs called returnships. So that's for people who've been out of work for a couple of years, whether it be because you're raising your family or maybe helping a, a sick parent. Um, this, these returnships help seasoned people come back to work. Uh, a lot of banks do it. Um, a lot of major corporations tend to have those kind of structured programs, which I think are amazing. Um, but sometimes you may have, you may not need to return to work and you may just want to do something different, something new in your career. And, um, so how do you get that experience without having to completely change jobs or even coming in at a very low level? Uh, you may want to test the waters because what if you don't like it, you make this huge jump and then you realize, you know what, I really kind of hate. HR or finance. I thought I was going to love it. Let me go back to what I was doing in operations. Uh, so I think internships allow you that chance to try something new with a low risk. Now, the question is, how do you get that internship? It's like, it right. sounds ideal, right? But how do you get an internship? From what I've been seeing, uh, the recommendation is that you look for a company that already has an internship program. So generally internship programs, as we know, are for students, usually college students, um, to help them get experience. So you look for those structured programs and then you put yourself out there and either you apply and you make note in your cover letter, I'm not your traditional intern, but please consider me because and tell your story. Or you can reach out to an organization that you'd like to work for, and maybe they have a specialty that you really want to learn about. Send a note, um, a letter. I would say send a letter, not an email. Send a letter because one, it's unexpected. Two, people will notice it more. But send a letter to the CEO or to the head of that department, do your research. And once again, tell your story, build your case. And chances are they will read that letter and at least acknowledge you um, and they could potentially start a conversation with you and you never know where it will lead. But I think you need to just put yourself out there when it comes to internships when you're in, the, in that mid-career 30 plus. Um, one last thing for me before I, I uh, ask you, Dames, what you think. One thing that I notice is every time they talk about mid career internships, they were talking about people in their 30s. They were talking about millennials. So me being in my 50s, I was a little insulted because I thought, you know what, I would also like to, I'm thinking about maybe I want to do more with this podcasting. You know, maybe I need more experience, mm -hmm. which means looking at a radio station or, you know, some type of um, producing role. 
And since I have absolutely no experience, well, no, 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 I have experience now <laughs> um, because of the Dane talk. Uh, but because I have little experience, I would need to do an internship of some time, of mm-hmm. some kind. But I hope that just because I'm over 50, that they're not looking at me like, oh, you know, she's too old, right? Um, and that I do have several years left in my career. So even if I did a kind of a pivot now, I still at least have 10 years ahead of me, right? right? right. So That's right. I'm hoping that I can sell myself and tell my story for some kind of an internship. Um, so I don't know, what do you guys think about pros and cons of having a mid-career internship? Would it be something that you would consider doing and what what would make you want to do something like that? Well, okay. So it's not like directly correlated to internships, but recently I did just change my major. So I think you could tell that I'm a very indecisive person. <laughs> um, um, so it, I, okay. I changed my major back, but that's besides the point. <laughs> like, so you changed your major and then you changed your back. I tried it and it just like, <laughs> it wasn't for me. But because I tried it, I realized that like, hey, maybe I don't want to do this. Now I definitely know that what I had before is what I want to do. So not only did it like reaffirm like that, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this, um, you know, form of studying instead of this other form of studying. Like it really gave me motivation because like, I don't know. It's just something that I really do want to do. And now that I see it clearly, like it makes me more motivated to like go to that class and like to research more about like what um, type of curriculum I have to be like looking into and stuff like that. So I think that especially because like for me, I have a big fear about like, oh, is um, this school where I'm supposed to be going? Is this like form of study and like what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this the career that I like am supposed to be in? Um, which is like kind of toxic to think about really, because we're not just like one-sided people. We're like multifaceted, especially in personalities and types of thinking. Mm -hmm. So just because you're a doctor, it doesn't mean that you couldn't have been a lawyer or you still can't be or something like that. Or I don't know, like a CEO or something like that. But the fact that like, even in the workplace, um, that you're able to like keep your job, but able to learn new skills and to like dip your toes into like a different type of water, you know, like it just really eases my mind as an indecisive mm-hmm. person. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad that there are those type of opportunities for like later in life instead of like only now when you're a college student and then you can like, you're stuck in this contract of like the career that you've chosen, like you can't go back or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just reassuring that you, yeah, that yeah. you might have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's a good correlation um, of making the switch in, in your majors and switching back um, to, to, a mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like mm-hmm. the fact that it's in your thirties only, Michael. <laughs> I don't like that either. <laughs> As a generation Xer, I don't like that. But I really do like the idea of um, of, of, of an internship. Um, and marketing has changed so much over the past ten to fifteen years. It's very very oh, yeah. digital. It's very yeah. digital. I mean, my background is brand brand management, but. When you're working in these in smaller companies, you do everything, you know, from a marketing perspective besides brand management, and everything has become performance marketing driven. So, um, especially with the amount of you know, sites, the, everything is on a site, and you're constantly trying to convert. You're con- so knowing all of those metrics to really do performance marketing is something that, as a more traditional, classically trained brand marketer, is not my strength. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think once before we were talking um, about, would you be interested in doing an internship anywhere? And I was like, wow, that actually would be good to do an internship somewhere where I could do learn performance marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, especially if it's a short time thing, like would it be enough to do an internship there for two weeks? Would that be enough right. to really get a yeah. good understanding of it to say, wow, I get it now. I could do this as part of my, you know, as part of my career. I always get enough to go, you know what? I better stick with the brand management route. And every time I see a performance marketing job, just ignore <laughs> You know, it's, it's not the one, it's not the one for me. So I like that. I like that idea. Um, I, I think about the company side of it though, you right. know, and what do they get out of it? You know, what, what, how do they benefit? Like in, in the intern, you got it, right? You completely, right. he was there. His role was very specific. Um, and it was a long-term, it was more, it was, it was a long-term opportunity. And he had the skill set for her to be successful in her job. But when it's someone that really doesn't know much about it, what's the benefit from a company perspective of bringing in this mid-career intern mm-hmm. um, who has all of these amazing skills, but in an area that may or may not have anything to do with your business? But see, I think that, most, if you are a seasoned professional, you've got maturity that you're bringing to the table, but mm-hmm. you also have a way of thinking that it may not be directly correlated to, in your case, performance marketing, but there's performance marketing isn't so narrow that you can't add value in that space. That's a good so, point. or even if you were doing something like HR, mm-hmm. you still have a perspective that you're bringing to the table. So mm-hmm. that's the thing, but I think the imposter syndrome, yeah. as I say, right? Oh. You think you're not good enough or you think, but you got to remember you're point. bringing to the table, right. all of you that you have learned how many years, you know, 20 plus right. years. Right. There is some experience that's going to correlate to whatever you're talking to, or you might even be able to help that manager help manage, you know, manage people. Mm. Like there's different ways you're going to be adding value. And that's the story you have to be able to tell. Got it. Um, And so I guess it's at a strategic level. How can you show I'm going to help you in addition to learning? Okay. And plus you're probably going to be a much better worker because you're going to be smarter or in your efficiencies. Mm. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm-hmm. I love this idea. And um, as somebody who is in their 30s, so. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in. Rub it in. Oh, right. but, uh, I, I love the idea of um, of being able to try something new. Um, I think, Natalia, I'm similar to you in being indecisive. Um, but for me, when I was in college, I was a history major, okay. which is one of those majors that everyone said, oh, you can do whatever you want with it, which yeah. you know, it's not clear what you can do with it. Um, and so I've always been really concerned and I've, I've moved around to different types of, of roles, working in marketing, fundraising, communications, um, program management, these different kinds of things. Um, but I'm always get a little concerned that like, oh, what if I get stuck in this though? Mm-hmm. What if I decide that this isn't actually what I want to do, you know? even two years from now, let alone 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm always a little bit worried about that. And um, my mom, who is always great with the advice, um, is always telling me that it doesn't, you don't need to be stuck anywhere. We have right. these opportunities, right. but yeah. I've never quite known, but how do you explore them? How do you get that experience yeah. um, to just, to try something new or to mm-hmm. switch completely and, and having some kind of internship as an adult would be, such a cool opportunity to get that chance to do that and kind of test it out and see if that's actually a direction you want to go or or Mm -hmm. not. Cause I feel like even if like, let's say 
you're in business and marketing and stuff like that. What if you wanted to go into like, I don't know, a manager's position and um, you can like talk to so many managers or like ask for as much advice, but it's until you actually put yourself in that position and you actually start to like, you know, cover for a team or like learn how to like work as a full unit, like until you gain like that actual experience. I like personally for me, I'm like, a very visual learner or like I I don't know that I like something until I actually do it mm. so like I can get as much advice from like people but until I actually like try that thing mm. out I, I I'm not gonna like know if I actually like it mm-hmm. so, so internships yeah. are gonna be key for you mm-hmm. well for all, most of us I think yeah so and when I think about this particular episode it intersects a lot with one networking. So mm-hmm. if you want to get that internship and it's not obvious and the company doesn't have a returnship program or a mid minternship program, then that's where your networking comes in. So who can you talk to and who can you, you know, sell your your skills and your idea around this um to and how the, will they be receptive? Um and then it's also around um if you transitioning, if you're transitioning, so someone like me, I have the perfect time and opportunity window here to do a, a midternship. Um, so there's that intersection as well. Um, and keeping myself up, my skills up, whether I stay in marketing, you know, so if I'm doing performance marketing or social media or, or digital, you know, then I'm using this time wisely. So I think one of the things that I read also talked about as you're older, managers are going to be much younger and they could be very insecure Mm. about you coming on as a midterm midterm. Um, Mm. So what does that, how would you handle something like that? Because maybe that could be a roadblock for you getting that internship. Um, So kind of how do you handle somebody that's much younger even if, you know, even you, Molly, you could be the 22-year-old <laughs> manager, you know. So, you know, handling their insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes to managing your boss. So right. I don't know, like, do you think there's a way to get past that? I think it can be a little bit challenging, but I think the way to get around it is to help them mm-hmm. as much as possible. And um, make sure that they realize that you're not a threat because that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Right? It's, you know, it, it's, it's the concern that this person has been doing this much longer than I have, um, or this person has never done it, but right. they know a lot because they've been working for so much longer. Um, so I think that if, you know, I, I'm going to refer to the movie again, if you make yourself an asset because of what you do know and how you know how to manage people. I mean, Robert Nero was great because he knew how to manage people. He knew what he was doing. You know, he knew how to not only manage up, but he was great with his peers. You know, he just brought something special to that role yeah. that I think that in, um, in, in, in a mid-level internship that seasoned people would do. Yeah. You know, you you could bring in that people management piece, which I'm sorry, Molly, but they say that is lacking in, <laughs> you know, in, in the millennials. With, with, with millennials, that the, the the people management piece to make um just to make them more successful at managing is is lacking. So maybe that's the you know maybe that's the the, the place where 
more senior people getting assist. You're going to look, right. I can help, I can help manage. You have a big team. I can help with the management there. This will give me the opportunity to learn this and I can just help. Maybe there are other ways to yeah. be I, an I, asset to the boss. I also thought about maybe being a chief of staff. So, mm-hmm. and if there is, um, if you're a senior person, so I'm going to be on the other side. So you're working at an organization and you're a senior person, meaning director level or above, and you would like somebody to, to kind of be there to help, help co-lead with you in a sense, looking for someone that has experience and have them be your chief of staff as an intern, because generally mm-hmm. at a director level or VP level, they don't really have chief of staffs. That's usually for right. the top CEO spot. So imagine if as a mid-level career person, you could have someone be your chief of staff. Mm-hmm. They come to the table with knowledge about a breadth of things, but you're helping them to learn something right. because they're, you're, like you're, they're in tandem nice. with you, right? So nice you're working together. Mm-hmm. I think that could be an awesome opportunity if they, if companies would open that up as an, uh, so it's a benefit to their mid-level career people, but it's a benefit to the person coming in for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, I just made that up. So I haven't seen anyone, any place where they do do it, but I think that could be an opportunity for people to reach out to someone with that, once again, tell your story and see and say, hey, can I be your chief of staff? That means I'll, I'll shadow you, I'll help you, you you know, and I'll learn from you. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a way to position when you write to somebody about wanting to work in their organization and being an intern. Okay, know? let me ask you, go on. Oh, okay. no, you go and I just want, in those internships, are you paid? The ones that you've, you've, you've done research on. Yes, they are, you are paid. You are paid. You are paid. Okay, so because paid. I think, for a lot of major organizations, major corporations, it's um, illegal in a way to have people working for them for free. I think there's some legal legal issues. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I hope there are. But uh, <laughs> right, yeah, I think there's some. I think there are, but I think then that means you're volunteering, which is another way yeah, to get experience, which we talked absolutely. about in the previous episode. If you're trying to learn new skills, then you can just volunteer your time and learn those skills through an organization. Absolutely. Um, but if you're in an internship program, you're you're getting paid something. Okay. All right. I would hope for sure at the, the mid-level. I think um, for, you know, college kids, recent college graduates, unpaid internships are such, they're everywhere. Right. Um, and they're such an issue. They're, they can be great um, because it does give you that experience, but then it's only open to a certain level of um, individual who has mm-hmm. financial support from somewhere else, or maybe it's structured so in a way true. that you can have a, a job that's actually paying you. But um, you know, it, it's just, it's just such a challenge. So glad you asked that. Cause I was wondering too, I was like, well, that'd be hard once you're at that point in your career to uh, you know, if you're not already transitioning or if you're, if you're going from a paid position mm-hmm. to an unpaid internship, like a lot of people aren't going to, have that flexibility. That's, mm-hmm. But I think yeah. it's even even an intern pay is going to be much lower than, oh, sure. than yeah. the person is used yeah. to. So a lot of people are saying they can't right. really give up financially. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. But if there's a way you can use your vacation, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's really a matter of finding the, the organization that's willing to let you do it. And right. then if you can find some way of flexibility with them, like, can I do two weeks of my vacation now and two weeks of my vacation later? Um, that might be a way to do it. Uh, or even if you're in an organization, I'm wondering if you can say, I want to learn something new. 
How do you get, can I get in the intern program Mm -hmm. in your own company? I mean, I wonder how that would be received. Go on. I don't want to cut you off again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, it would be great. And I've heard of some companies doing this, although no names are coming to mind right now, but of some companies who are really open to people moving around internally. So if you yeah. see another team, you see another type of yeah. work that, that you're interested in, you want to learn more about, then there's more of a kind of a set policy that, um, you know, they do have kind of these internal um you know, I guess you could call it an internship or internal kind of trading rotation. Rotation, like rotation. Right. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, um, and I think that's it would be so cool if more companies were yeah. doing that. Yeah. Or if they let you do it at a when you're at a more senior level, right? Because a lot of times they'll do that when they bring people in, so right. that you get an idea right. of how the company works, and then you land wherever you your major is supposed to be or whatever. But if they did that when you get to a higher level. I think mm-hmm. it would also probably keep people more interested. I agree. Yeah. You I know? agree. Yeah, especially because you, you think about now we are in the age of like no silos and teams working like these. Collaboration. Right, like collaboration. Circles. We work on circles. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody works. You're, you're always in a team, a cross-functional team yeah. group. Yeah. Right? So that actually will be a nice way of if you're, you're required to rotate. You know, you mm-hmm. got to spend two weeks in that department. You got to spend two. As almost like the kickoff for a new team mm-hmm. you know you got to rotate everybody has to spend a couple weeks in each person's department that would it's not wouldn't be an internship right but it's a good way to get exposure yeah. to different areas and to learn is this something i'd like to pursue and your point about already being in a company is that is really helpful right because mm-hmm. they already know how you work they already know who you are so if they know that you're committed and the type you're the type of employee that they're happy with your chances of moving into that area in a company that you've already worked for and proven yourself is probably easier than trying to do it after you've spent, in our case, 25 years doing yep. one thing, mm-hmm. and now you're interested in trying you know, something something else. So I think that, yeah, go ahead. I think. And I would just think that that company would be interested in, in allowing more, more employees right. to do that because it's going to keep you around. Hopefully. Absolutely. It's going to keep you, Mike, at your point, more engaged, mm-hmm. more interested right? Um, versus you know, just losing you otherwise exactly. potentially if you want to try something new. Yeah. I think that idea of rotation, like walk, basically you're walking in someone else's shoes mm-hmm. so that you understand the pressures they're under or yes. why they make the decisions they make. Um, it would be excellent if more companies could. I, I think if, you know, people want to go to their HR department and, you know, suggest that as a possible um program, I think they should. I'm putting it out there for you mm-hmm. listeners. You know, it's it's something that I think would be companies are welcome those kinds of ideas mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Companies are looking for ways to keep their employees yeah, interested, right. engaged. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good idea, take it to them and I'm sure they might, you know, you never know what could happen. So um yeah. but I, I think for me the um I found it interesting that banks were the ones that were more progressive in this. Really? Yeah, financial services. They and I'm wondering if it's because they have a lot of jobs open. I mean, you know, like they're they tend yeah. to have a lot of employees. I should say not a lot of jobs, but they have a lot of employees, so they're constantly looking for good talent. Mm. So they would be more open to different backgrounds or different time you know if you've been out of work that's fine if you're smart and you're good then they'll take you but I I just at first I was like 
thanks. That just didn't, the guys seem so conservative and so, you know, right. but you know, now they're branching out and we have to see them in a different way. You know, I I wonder if any of it, well, I wonder if any of it has to do with, uh, are they having a difficult time attracting new employees and holding? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because they are seen as the traditional conservative. Yeah, that's true. Which means there's opportunity there. Right. Yes. They have so to try. They have to get creative. Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, make note to sell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, for for me, I would like to really pursue a, a mentorship or you know because I I think there's a lot to it, um, and it will make me use my networking skills to the hilt. I'm like, who can I reach out to? That yeah. would, you know, give me an internship. And, and I love that idea. Huh? I love that idea. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. And um, you just you can't think about the financial piece of it because you're not going to make what. Right. As an, you know. It's not a salary move. No. Right. No. It is it's completely it's, a career. Yes. Yes. Move. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so that was my thoughts on this whole. You know, because it was something that I was thinking about doing. So I thought, you know what, let's make it an episode. I think other people might be interested. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we gave some good tips around how to approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, recognizing it won't be easy, but it, it, it would be wor- very fulfilling if you can make it happen. Um, one thing to note, if you are at a company and you want to do something different within your company, just know you've got to do, you got to be a really good worker in your current job (laughs) meaning you've got to be knocking it out the park right now and then people will be willing to talk to you but if you're just doing okay because you really don't like your job and you go and say you know I want to change jobs it's probably not going to happen right so hopefully that's a motivation to make you want to do really well in the job you're in yes to move right (laughs) that's right um so I just wanted to make that point because that's really important for people to know they don't like to take someone who's not doing well and move them somewhere else that's right so, but I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts about mid-level internship, mid-level career internships. Uh, the only thing that keeps jumping to my mind is like this idea of mid-level. I think we need to mid-career. maybe re, um, or mid-career. We need to redefine that because mm-hmm. I think maybe it's geared towards, you know, all the context you were finding was geared towards people in their thirties, but oh, like, yeah. I'm not mid, mid-career oh, yet. Like why I'm going to be working true. for the next 40 years. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. True. You know, like that's our generation's not going to get to retire at 60, 62, uh, 65 even probably. My generation's yeah. not. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> like, people aren't going to do that anymore. So like people are working in their 70s, yeah. 80s, you know, so I think. And living longer. Right. So like I think thinking through. That's true. This idea of like mid-career is at yeah. a very different place than, and looks very different than it mm. used to look as well. That is such a good point. I mean, maybe it's not like a mid-career. Maybe it's just a. Because the reality was your point. We're going to be working a lot longer, right? Yeah. And depending on your career, like you might be able to continue to do your career like into your 70s in nonprofit. But yeah. in beauty marketing, I'm <laughs> nobody wants to be sitting in a room close to somebody 70 years old listening to them tell you about beauty products. Hey, if you have great skin, but, but, I would want to listen to Like 
My <laughs> mother could have just become the spokesperson instead of yeah. the marketing person. No, look, nobody wants to see an old face. Trust me. That's why every time oh, I see one that's... in an ad, I'm like, you know, because it's not aspirational. But anyway, that's a different stuff. That's, that's a completely different Ouch. Like, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm being completely honest. As a marketer, we can say we want to see ourselves, but it, that line gets drawn at a certain point. Mm. You know, it's, it's not aspirational anymore. You don't want to strive to look like somebody. Yeah. But anyway, okay. But my point is that the fact that we are working longer means that in like in careers like mine at some point i'm going to have to change it so it would be great yeah. to have like an opportunity to be somewhere to, to work at a company or identify a place where i could do an internship maybe you know at a mercedes-benz selling cars okay. and, <laughs> and, and i could do that and you start the, you uh, almost like where you almost start your transition because you have the internship and then you're able to transition into that, you know, that, that next mm, career. Yeah. I think that's a business. Yeah. Think about it. You're a headhunter only. Wheels are always turning. About you're a headhunting company, right? That only <laughs> focuses on internships for people trying to change careers. I think that's, that's a great. great idea. Right. But that it it helps the people who are looking for them. Right. But that means the headhunter has to have so many contacts with companies and set them up for look, we are we're gonna give you excellent candidates that are gonna transition in and but I think that's I mean, easy. Colleges can do it. I'm sure that another company can because the whole reason like why colleges have like um I guess like they're they're aligned with a bunch of companies to give you those internships. So there yes. are like I guess it's not a company, but it's a you know, part of your college to hook you up with like internships. Yes. So why can't it be like a whole a company? company. I think yeah. see, I think it would be easy, an easy you sell. Think so? Because I'm saying to you you, I'm going to give you the best talent. You only have to guarantee them a job for X amount of weeks or months. Right. And then they're, you're yeah. done. Or if you want them back, you, you can, can keep them back. That's an easy sell. Yeah. Was you. <laughs> I know. No, Somebody's going to take my idea. Mike is going to start working on business plan tonight. it. it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks, listeners. I hope this was helpful and, you know, something else to think about in your career, throughout your career. If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough. <laughs>